0: Today I'm sharing with you how we're increasing our prices yet again, right before June and the summer season, uh, how to increase the perceived value of your food so there's no question about increasing 50 cents or 70 cents here and there, a step-by-step process to follow to assess if it's time for you to increase your prices, and of course, all the logistics necessary when it comes to increasing prices. Coming up. welcome to another episode of making dough show my name is Hingham, i'm your host my husband and i we own a couple restaurants in the san antonio area and we are passionate about helping fellow restaurant owners uh, own and run a profitable restaurant that does not own them and in this show we talk about restaurant marketing restaurant management we get to answer your questions and much more so if this is your first time consider subscribing So when was the last time you increased your prices? If it's been more than a year, you may very much want to consider increasing your prices this month, as in this week, get the project going. It takes a little while as we go over in the logistics section. And as I'm recording this, it's in May and it's right before the summer season. It is a great time to increase your prices because hopefully all of us are going to get a boost in sales because it's summertime as it is. And so if you increase your prices, that boost is going to be even greater, which is fantastic right so here's a reality that your team and your customers do not know about that you are well aware of one there is inflation and the cost of food increases year after year you can check your food bill your invoices and look at those numbers hopefully you are already doing that but it's a fact there is inflation second thing is in this great economy that we're going through in this season A lot of people have spending money, at least in where we live, right? A lot of people have spending money, which is great for us restaurant owners. People spend money going to restaurants. One of our challenges is, everybody I hear, we don't have enough candidates applying to work for us. And the ones that apply to work for us are not necessarily high-quality candidates. Now, if we could pay our people more, if average in town is on a high end is like $10 or $11 an hour. And if you could offer $12, $13 to $14 an hour and you know honor your labor percentage to be in a healthy rate, if you could imagine, pay people more, don't you think you would get more candidates applying and or higher quality candidates applying wanting to work for you? I think so. Next thing to consider is the property taxes continue to grow year after year. We are in Texas. The property tax is relatively relatively really high because we don't pay state income tax now many of us restaurant owners are leasing our restaurant and if you're leasing you should know and you already know that that property tax increase and what have you is directly passed generously from the landlord to the tenants to pay so our lease continues to increase Uh, part of that is again the property taxes we pay month after month year after year these are things to consider if you are been charging the same and you're not increasing your prices as those thing costs go higher you are going to be able to collect less and less money and this restaurant is not going to be as profitable and that my friend is a problem one of the ways that we can combat these realities and difficulties is to increase prices okay let's talk about it something else to consider is that when you increase your prices here's actually what happens for one Obviously, as you know, your gross sales will increase. On the other hand, your labor percentage will reduce because your labor percentage, the people you have and whatever rate you're paying them, the labor percentage is a percentage of your gross sales. So when the gross sales goes higher, if the labor keeps the same, your labor percentage goes down as well as your food cost percentage will reduce since it is, again, proportional to your gross sales. Why am I saying that? is that when you increase your prices, not only you increase your gross sales, because you're able to lower those two big variable cost percentages, you're able to increase your profit margin percentage, again, which is what we're all about. One of the things you may not know is that all franchise restaurants increase their prices on a yearly basis. Some of them, they do it in a flat rate, like a 2% across every item on their menu. Sometimes they may do individual menus, but they do that as well on a yearly basis. So don't think that, you know, if you're a small restaurant, this and this and this, all restaurants deal with the inflation, all these issues I mentioned, and they do also increase their prices, but they do it in a masterful way. And that's why I want to talk about increasing the perceived value and a little bit on this show, because that's something we do need to take advantage of. So, People are not going to hold that against us in terms of losing customers. If you think you're going to lose customers increasing prices, we got to talk about that as well. Now, let's talk about a few ways that we can increase the perceived value of our food and our restaurant and our experience as a whole. One of the things, again, I'm saying perceived value. A lot of times we focus on the value we bring to the community. The other one you need to be very focused on is the perception of the value you bring because perception is reality when you walk into subway there is a reason they have these large photos of tomatoes that there's like wet little water stuff on them i don't know if you know what i'm talking about it's like wet tomatoes why is that because they're trying to increase your perceived value that their food is actually fresh when reality you know there's a lot of Um, Articles out there about their food in terms of like their bread necessarily isn't the best. It has a lot of ingredients and a lot of crap in it. Increasing the perceived value, we got to be very, very strategic about that. One of the things you can do is put yourself in your customers' shoes. We got to be very good at, as restaurant owners and managers, detaching ourselves from our operations, walk into the restaurant from the front door and put ourselves in our customers' shoes. And what is it that they see? When they walk into your restaurant, what do they see? When they see your team for the first time, the way they look in terms of their uniforms or the decor or um, cleanliness, the restrooms, like the whole experience, you know, when I mean the whole thing, what is it that they see? If you can't put yourself in your customer's shoes, it's gonna be really hard to find ways to improve. And I'm gonna give you some practical tips because yes, fantastic theory, great, that sounds good. Let's talk about. Uh, details. Step number one is your packaging. One, you know, we're in the pizza business, and I look at, for instance, Domino's pizza box. It's done masterfully well, or Papa John's, or Pizza Hut. They have departments for that, for designers and all that. They obviously they have a team of people that are into psychology of human beings. But we can we can learn a few things. Packaging matters. It doesn't matter what's in the box. Whatever people perceive is what it's going to be. The other one is your team uniform. Is it time to up the uniform? Do they wear branded uniform? Now, these are all extra costs. And in the beginning, I did not want us to do those things. We took a long time for us to get branded boxes, for us to get branded uniforms, because it costs money. So you need to hopefully get to that level where the restaurant is profitable and you're investing back into your business. You got to view it more as an investment than a cost because. Again, you need to find ways to increase the perceived value of your food. And uniform matters. When you walk into a Chick-fil-A and you see the way their people are dressed, there is a reason for that. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. The four wall, as I mentioned, enter any franchise restaurant. You look at their four wall, the decor they have, the whatever. It's there purposefully. You know, tablecloth. Do you want to use some maybe fresh flowers? Your branding, your website, the visuals you use on your website, the f- photos and videos you share in social media, that's all part of the packaging that influences heavily the perceived value of your restaurant. And again, I know it's difficult because these all cost money, but you got to view it as an investment. Choose one of the ways that I mentioned when it comes to your packaging. Packaging in terms of, I said, decor, staff uniform, maybe four wall tablecloth, fresh flowers, maybe branding. Uh, in your restaurant, I don't know, the flyers you create or anything, visuals on your site, your social media, which one of these ways you can choose this week to improve upon? Because that will um, give results. It, It does work. The other one next is to educate. Online content that you create needs to be there to educate your customers. And also it needs to be entertaining. You need to educate your customers in an entertaining way. So one of the things that we try doing that is we come up with videos about our mushroom, about our garlic. You know, you got to make it fun and you got to this educating your customer why your food is better than your competitor, especially the franchise uh, restaurant down the road with very, very cheap prices. You have to do that in a subtle way, not in your face kind of a thing. So because you know what I mean? Not, oh yeah, did you know that other people do this versus us doing that? Don't do that. You want to simply educate people in an entertaining way, why you value your your customers and why you offer them what you do. Educate them about your food, about do you have your systems, your training, how you're involved in the community. These things matter very, very much. Next way to increase the perceived value of your experience in your restaurant is through your service. And yes, you already know the basics, the greeting and the farewelling and all that goes into your service is very important. You already know that. I want to give you a few little details that shows going above and beyond. One of them is giving, for instance, for us, we do have a lot of pickup in our, in our business. If you don't have pickup, you should really add that. A lot of people like to pick up their food, right? We're in the pizzeria business. Obviously, we have a lot of pickup. We do give a lot of courtesy calls. When someone's food is ready for pickup, it doesn't matter that we told them it's going to be ready in 10 to 15 minutes, and it's still in, you know, it's been 12 minutes. It doesn't matter. The food is out, and it's in the our warmer. We give courtesy calls, and we simply, you know, hey, this is so-and-so from blah, 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 pizzeria. I wanted to give you a courtesy call to let you know your food is ready for pickup. That's it. It's a courtesy call. People appreciate that. I've heard so many people, oh, wow, they appreciate that gesture which because it's going above and beyond. We just want to make sure that the food, they come and get their food ASAP again because the quality of food gets you know compromised the more it sits. The other one is another tip to up your service game is showing more gratitude to your customers. I have two tips for that. So as I mentioned, we're in the pizza business, but you can incorporate it anywhere, uh, any ways you can. And statistics are out there writing a thank you or a smiley face or something you may have seen um, on a receipt increases average tip that that server receives by 2%. And I had this conversation with our um, leadership team yesterday. The the purpose isn't the 2% tip. The 2% tip is a reflection of people appreciating being appreciated. So one of the things we wanna do is develop the character of appreciation in our team for them to show appreciation to the customer. I'm sorry, there's a lot of words in here. So here's how it works. I've been working with our team right now. What we wanna do is write in, uh, every customer that gets a pickup, we're gonna write on the box, thank you with the name of our server. You know, under it just says Cassie or Skyler or Julia, it doesn't matter. Thank you for your order, enjoy your dinner, um, you know, whatever, just like a kind message, thanking people. And the purpose, again, is we do need to develop this character in our people to show more appreciation to our customers, because that will increase the perceived value. It it is going to come across very courteous, very professional, which is what we want to go. Again, we are a fast, casual, like a mom and pop style restaurant. But I want to convey that message to our customers that we are very grateful that they chose to give business to our restaurant right considering our prices are higher so they choosing us so we need them to know we're grateful for them another thing we've done for like over four years now and we use a service if you're interested i would be happy to talk about it in the future but we use a service um, that sends cards and even gifts in this case we send brownies actually And Every week on a Monday, we go into our system and our POS system. We look up the orders from previous week. All of the delivery orders that are $40 or more, uh, average ticket was larger than that. We send a thank you card and a thing of brownies as a token of appreciation because we want to see more of more catering orders, obviously. And again, no one expects that from a local mom-and-pop, you know, we're a local family-owned business restaurant, not not like a mom-and-pop and and nothing against that. It's just, we are a small restaurant uh, here locally and people don't expect that. When was the last time you received any sort of a card, a thank you card or even brownies or gifts or of any kind, anybody appreciating you for your business? One of the things being banks. I mean, for God's sakes, considering, anyway, I don't want to go there, but you get my point. Showing appreciation through your service Can increase the perceived value of your experience. Another way to increase the perceived value of your food is adding a little bit of a uniqueness to your experience or to your food. So this could be many many things. For instance, can you um, add a unique ingredient that people can't get anywhere else? Again, for instance, for us, you know, we uh, own pizzerias, so for instance, for us to have hatch grain chili where we're at in Texas, it's not as common uh, to have. Or, you know, some of the toppings, maybe a topping, maybe a particular dish using unique ingredients. You need to know that it must go well with the palate of people in your community. So take that with a grain of salt as to, you know, what, what you could do with that. Another one is if your menu is not diverse in terms of offering options to people with dietary issues that they can't get anywhere else, that's another angle of uniqueness that you can bring in. So for instance, again, in our pizzeria, um, we love carbs around here, but a lot of people are on um, keto diet. So we have created a chicken crust Uh, that we make in house that is obviously protein and all that it's a premium quality we make it in house from scratch that we've been able to market our pizza to people who are in the keto diet or low carbs and offer them something that they can't get anywhere else in town from any other pizzeria right so that's honoring people with dietary issues those folks there's a lot of them in the land as you know that the other one is offering a unique experience you know like for instance. Guacamole has been around forever when they added this thing about preparing guacamole next to your table, right? That's like adding a little experience, simply preparing an aspect of your food next to your table, right? The food itself is not different. So, I, all I'm saying is, can you think about creating an experience I'm not saying add a new item, like guacamole isn't new. It's been around for a while, right? Can you add an experience that is unique that people won't get somewhere else? Because people are willing to pay more for a guacamole that is prepared next to your table than a guacamole that just comes in to your table. I don't know if it makes sense, but again, we're talking about increasing perceived value, and these little details uh, do matter indeed. Next is going to be communicating your values and why your values matter to people and why they should care about for instance this is this is a thing that has been happening to us ourselves and our company and we're addressing it and that's why i'm bringing it up so we are involved in the community one of our you know it's part of our mission to uh, in the community be involved and we donate hundreds and hundreds of pizzas we donate gift cards um you know people reach us um you know there was a family in, in need there was a house that burnt down you know, there's expecting moms, you know, someone through going through a rough pregnancy, we treat people all the time, we send free food out free gift cards out all the time. And our people don't know about it, our customers for one, they don't know about it, which is fine. And then our staff, they don't know about it. And I feel like that's a bit of a challenge, because they're not able to see what they make possible, because they're part of the mission of the company. And we want them to know what they make possible around here. And it is important if you are. You know, if your values are being involved in the community, you're able to tell some stories, uh, share footage, photos, videos of your involvement in the community, telling stories. You hosted fundraisers, different stuff throughout your social media and your email marketing and stuff. If you are a training company, for instance, we are a training company. We train our people. Um, I mean, I think each new hire gets like five hours of training at the start. We have like video trainings we've created. We Um, I don't know. I think it's about probably 10 to 15 hours of training we provide every team member. And it's again, part of our mission statement is that we train people, uh, young people for success in life through excellence and diligence. That's part of our mission statement. And it is important to communicate those values to the community. If you're you're not communicating it, so one thing is to have those values. The other one is to communicate it through storytelling, through footage and videos. And again, storytelling in a way that your community understands the value that you bring in the community. So they're willing to pay more for your food because they know who you are and what you stand for versus, you know, I don't know, Taco Bell or something. What do they stand for? How do they serve the community? No offense to Taco Bell. I don't know because I don't think they communicate that either. If they do bring a particular kind of a value to the, to the community. All right, friend. I know that it got a bit long, but I really felt that it is important when it comes to us having this conversation about increasing prices, do the groundwork. When you do some of these groundworks and and actively increase the perceived value of your experience, your food on an ongoing basis, when it comes for you and I to increase our prices, we will not hear as many objections. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to explain, but it's the way it is. And that's why I wanted to cover that. And I really, really hope you find this helpful. If you do, would you send me an email to show at gmail.com? I would love to hear your questions, your thoughts. If you would like me to go deeper into any of these tips that I shared, I would love to cover more on that as well. Now, let's talk about the step-by-step process to follow to assess how to go about this. Okay. So here's what it is. Step number one is that you need to spend about an hour. You got to get your phone, mark on your calendar, come an hour early to the restaurant or whatever it is, spend an hour and look through your competition, go through their website, go through their review sites. What are people complaining about? What are people happy with? Um, go through their menu, go through their visuals on their website. Um, how do they communicate their value and their perceived value? Um, that, and how much do they charge for a comparable item, like it's a burger or it's a taco for something similar to what you both serve, or it's a pizza. If it's the same size pizza for a pepperoni, 16 inch or whatever, what do they charge versus what you charge? And you're able to get a grasp of what's going on in the community and what it is that you are doing in comparison to that. And that gives you a lot of insight. You've got to document, um, as in, be on top of and be aware of your competitor's experience. How is it different than the experience you provide? How is their environment, their decor, their service, their team's uniforms, their packaging, the way they present their food, the way they, you know, plate their food and all of that different than your restaurant. You need to know your competitor in order for you to come up with a game plan that is unique that you're able to cover a different segment that you're able to have a different new angle this one i know it's time consuming our step number two and that is to review your food cost calculations you got to have that obviously on a weekly basis for all of your dishes, what are the cost of, for instance you serve wings, what's the food cost for an order of wings including obviously the food cost itself of the wing itself, the packaging uh, when it's on a pickup, you've got a box do you have a grease paper? do you use ranch and two ounce cups and the lids the cost of every single menu item you do need to know in order for you to come up with you know the food cost, Which is going to give you a lot of insight if you're going to go increase your prices. So, you've got to review some of those data as well before we go to the next level. You need to make a decision as you if you want to increase your menu in a fixed percentage, as I mentioned, like a 2% above um, every single item, even, you know, or you want to do dollar amount of certain items that you want to increase. And again, that matters because then later when you want to communicate it to your customer, your servers need to communicate it to your customers. They're able to say, hey, you know, we've not increased prices in the last two years and we simply increased our prices by 2% or 3% or something like that. Um, Or certain items went up because of the food cost. You know, we're going to talk about script in a minute as well. But um, you need to choose if you're going to do a percentage of every menu item, or you want to do certain menu items that you're going to choose and increase it by a certain dollar amount. If you choose a percentage, obviously, you know, you want to simply apply that to every menu item you have and make it happen. Now, if you choose certain dishes that you want to increase, so for instance, if you're in a pizza pizzeria business, you know, you can increase the base, and maybe next round of increasing prices, simply increase the toppings a little bit uh, per size, but if you are going to choose certain menu dishes to increase prices, it is unwise to do a big jump. So you want to do maybe 30 cents, 50 cents at a time versus a dollar increase in um, your in- price increases. So because increasing prices need to be something you do often as in maybe every quarter or every six months, you know, least of them right now we're at a once a year because it's just not on our radar. But ideally you want to do that in a, increase it very gradually, more frequently versus not that frequent. And every time you do it, it's a big jump. You're going to get a lot more opposition if you do it that way. Next step is that you need to make a decision and choose an effective date that it's going to go live. You could choose the first of a month, like June 1st or October 1st. When is going to be the effective date that you're going to, um, increase those prices and put them out there the reason is because we need to consider all the logistics that i'm going to cover in a minute uh, that you do need to consider so put and choose an effective date last but not least i really think you do need to consider choosing one of the ways that we covered today on increasing the perceived value of your restaurant that matters so choose one of the ways that you are going to increase the perceived value all right so that's your last step All right, folks, now that we went over the step-by-step how to go about this that you need to consider for your operations and how to go about it is that we're going to sort out the logistics. All right, so logistics is this, going to be that you need to uh, update your to-go menu. You may have a to-go menu. You Hopefully, you, you're able to easily update it. Um, you do need to update all the prices and your to-go menu. If you have a menu board in your restaurant, you need to update that as well that's two things. The third thing is your POS system. The reason I'm saying that it's important to choose an effective date is because you got to have this checklist that you create for yourself. Then on, on the effective date, you know that you need to update the POS system and all of that. You need to order new to go menus, for instance, right? Um, right. The menu board needs to be updated on the effective date and you need to update pricing on your website. If you have, um, if you list prices on your website, those need to go up. Another thing to consider logistically is if you do offer any combos or any deals, for instance, if you, for instance, we do have that, right? We offer some combos here and there. For instance, if you get tiramisu and a pizza, two topping, it would be this. And sometimes that's as special we have, right? Then with it, we have a discount associated associated could be like a $2 and 25 cents. Since the prices are going to go up, that discount is going to be different as well. So you need to consider if you want to increase or lower the combo deals you offer and things like that. It's another thing you do need to consider. Last but not least on the logistics side of town, and that is communicating with your server and working together, coming up with a script and having them role play so they get comfortable um, talking to the customer in case somebody brings it up. Okay, so and the reason is because if a customer at some point is going to ask um, about it, or we want our servers to be prepared and equipped to give a response. So you're going to come up with a script that is fits well with your restaurant, depending on the kind of restaurant you have. Is it upscale? Is it you know fast casual? Or you know depending on what you serve, and it, I'm going to give you three things to consider. One is you need to know when was the last time you increased your prices, maybe on that particular item. Again, we've not like I started this conversation about our calzone. We've not increased our calzone prices since like 2017. So, you know what I mean? When you mention it to somebody, oh, we've not increased prices um, in two years. I mean, they understand it. It's it's only fair. You know, house prices going up, all kinds of prices going up. It's only fair. So That's one, know when was the last time that you increased prices on that particular item or as a whole in your restaurant for your servers to communicate it to the customer in a courteous way. The second thing is we need to be able to communicate why we're increasing, it's due to inflation, it's due to the increase in this, uh, rent cost. it's due to that, or whatever it is that you're able to, your servers are able to give an explanation. Third thing, and that is so, so important, is that we need to show gratitude and assume they understand. So always need to say, thank you so much for understanding. When somebody, when you, your servers tell that to the customer, customer's like, all right, well, I guess, you know what I mean? You're assuming they're going to understand. So you thank them for understanding. Don't say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." You know, if you come across apologetic, you you, we we should not be apologizing. There's a reason we're increasing prices. We understand why that is, and we need to be competitive, or we're gradually going out of business if we're not profitable. Especially correct. So we know why we do it. You need to make sure your people know about why they're doing it. So when they're explaining it to the customer, they're not coming, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Uh, uh, uh," You know, don't getting nervous and all that. Show gratitude. Assume they understand your customer and. Up the courteous dial to be. Thank you so much for understanding. Know that we appreciate your business so much. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean. So those are uh, three tips in terms of coming up with a script. I would love to hear what script you come up with. That I'd be happy to share it uh, with the tribe here on the podcast, maybe in the future as well. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Making Do Show. I really hope that you found it helpful and that you are going to increase your prices, you're going to be increasing your profits consequently, and make some dough. And that is my goal with this show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you have any questions, if you have any feedback for me, any suggestions, uh, I would appreciate it if you simply go to our website, uh, www.makingdoughshow.com. Scroll down on the homepage. There is a section where you can leave us a comment. I would love to hear from you. And until then, let's get back to work and make some dough. Bye.